0: Ticket City presents Why You Go to the Game at UT. The Texas Tech kicker did a fake
3: field goal. I mean, you could see in his face that he was going to make the first down. And Tony Brankin's outside linebacker, came across and completely destroyed him. I, I thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. That hit will always be, you know, something I'll never forget for sure. Put
0: yourself in the action with tickets from Ticket City. Visit hook'em.com and click Tickets. All right. All right, here we go. three two. Welcome to our brand new podcast, Longhorns Unfiltered. This is Cedric Golden along with my fellow writers, Brian Davis, Danny Davis, and the Doug Kirk Bowles. We're going to give you unfiltered uh, takes from post-game reaction from Longhorn games this season. Uh, It's going to be hit and quit, and it's going to be quick. Uh, I'm going to start out the Texas Longhorns lose... Uh, 34-29 to Maryland get swept by the Maryland Terrapins in a little two-game series. Uh, Unacceptable. And uh, whatever Tom Herman says about them being better than last year, the results speak for themselves. I I can't believe they lost this game.
1: I'm shocked too, said. I mean, what is maybe the most distressing about this is these last two losses to Maryland. Maryland has clearly looked like the better team. There was nothing fluky about this. So, you know, when you've got a, a Maryland team that's picked fifth in its division in the Big Ten, ahead of only Indiana and Rutgers, and you come in here and basically get manhandled, they had their way. You know, Texas had a little spurt, uh, you know, second quarter, late second quarter, scored 22 uh, unanswered points. They were trying to right the ship, but boy, I tell you what, they started slow, they finished slow, and Sam's got to just stop his turnovers. Uh, or he's got to find another quarterback who won't commit those kind of turnovers at crunch time, Danny.
3: I don't necessarily agree that I thought that Maryland was the better team this year. They were clearly the better team last year. Mm-hmm. I thought Texas just didn't look like a good team. Maryland got three touchdowns in a f- kind of fluke performance from a two freshmen. One of which was on a gadget play. One of which was on a you know a very long touchdown catch. That Texas got burned on a safety blitz um, from Brandon Jones. Um, Texas didn't look good today. I mean, and they they you know did not the play like they were the they thirteen and a half point favorites you once, know, a, once again.
0: You know what, BD? Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about it, they've they've developed this trait. They find a way to lose, and that's a bad trait.
2: They find a way to lose winnable games. I mean, I know. That that's
0: it's frustrating.
2: That's the staggering thing about this. And you know, I know a lot of fans are going to zero in on Ellinger, and that's fine. I mean, two late interceptions sandwiched around a Trey Watson fumble, three turnovers. In winning time, mind you, um, but it's just you know it's, it's what the thing about from a, from a fan perspective is that it it makes it hard to rally around this program when they continue to do stuff like that. You know, it's hard to believe in what the coaches are saying. It's hard to get excited about Sam Ellinger and the offense and everything. The defense when they when it's the same thing, not just week after week, but year after year.
0: And I think that Sam was a little little bit of denial saying, when you asked him, is this the same as last year? And he said, no. On well, the scoreboard, it is.
1: Well, he even said something like, no, if it, this was last year, it would be a lull throughout the whole game. I go, mean, what is he talking about? They had their moments last year mm-hmm. because they were in those games against, you know, Southern Cal, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't really understand where he was coming from. But, you know, the other thing that's very scary about this is the seeds of doubt. Are going to start to to fester, where the fan base is going. Maybe Tom Herman isn't the guy because you know he's seven and seven Se- after fourteen games. Seven and seven. I mean, you know, I, I can't think of anything more mediocre than five hundred.
2: That's average. Uh, that is average. Maybe and, you can
0: coach basketball. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. But the thing the thing about it is is that uh, you know, uh, from a fan perspective, you're just. You're kind of like us in the media. We're all looking for—I don't want to say something positive to glom onto, but just—but som- yeah. something at the next step. It's you like want to see preserver. progress. You want to get a life. Preserver. Yeah, you're looking for progress. Yeah, and it just was not there today. It just wasn't.
0: I want to tell you, man. The one thing, and, and I know, and their fans are just up in arms right now on Twitter yeah. and, and and other places. Emmanuel Acho, uh, a Longhorn, former Longhorn, delivered a missive from his living room. He he's he's upset. When when hope is taken away in the first game, that just kills, that just, that can kill a program. You just, you don't want to be 0-1 because you've, talk, you've talked all off season about how great it was going to be, how close everybody is, how much stronger the team is.
1: I hate that. I hate all that chemistry, the team's closer. Boy, they can sure squat a lot of iron. I mean, sure. who cares about power claims? Get it done. Can you play football? You got to make the plays when they count and... I just don't think this team has very much confidence right now. I really in my column that that Todd Orlando, they have to be near perfect on
0: defense because and and when they have games like this where they don't show up early, they're probably not going to win those games. And they're going to face a lot better offenses than Maryland coming up. USC's coming in here in two weeks. Oklahoma, I mean. Okay,
2: all right, let me ask you all this. Yeah. That team out there, that that Maryland team was picked to finish at the bottom of the Big Ten East. Right. Mm -hmm. Where,
1: Where does Maryland finish this year? I think that's
0: a five or six win
1: team in the I Big think, Twelve. You mean? Oh, no, overall. overall. No, overall. Oh, it's probably a five and seven team. Maybe. Okay, so maybe four and eight again. Okay, well, let's take five and seven. Okay, okay hell, I'll give them six and six. You're, okay. tell, you're telling
2: me that Texas lost to a team that went four and eight, and then they lost to a team that went six and six. Yeah, that's what we're Absolutely.
0: telling
1: you. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Good times.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so moving forward, Tulsa coming up um, should win that game, Danny. Danny Davis, sure, who sure. thought about can I, put, can I put this out there, Danny? You thought about picking them to go six and six, but you changed to seven and five. Regrets?
3: Regrets? No, because I still have to live in Austin.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. There's not a whole lot of difference between seven and five and six and six. Just one you game, realize. Just one game, Danny.
2: Yeah, one game.
1: Yeah. Well, since I live in Pflugerville, <laughs> I'm going to put
0: it out there. I don't. I don't know that they win seven games. Now that they've lost to Maryland, I assumed when I picked them to go seven and five that they were going to come to the nation's capital. They were going to come to Landover and they were going to beat the Maryland Terrapins, who put a fifty-one burger on them last season. Absolutely. And,
1: and don't forget, this was a beaten-down team. They Had a teammate die this summer. No coach. Their head coach is on paid administrative at, at, leave. At, at, at the same
3: time, I mean, um, we we also just went through a baseball season where. A baseball team that plays at Texas looks completely lost, and then you know Augie passes, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden this team yeah. looks like world beaters. So this is an emotional team. They were playing for their teammate, did a lot of stuff today. They were I'm sure they were fired up to defend their coach because people do weird things in weird situations. and um, Just look at Ohio State, <laughs> what's going on there, and how the defense that they have of their coach up there. But, I mean, Texas can still win seven games. I mean, Mm -hmm. just because they lost today doesn't mean everyone should throw everything away. They have Tulsa. The Big 12 is not. There, there aren't a lot of world beaters in the Big Twelve. So Texas, if they, you know, the silver lining is if they can figure some stuff out, they can still win some games down the road. Maybe sh- people shouldn't be no, booking their trips yeah. to Dallas yet, but <laughs> you know, there, you know, there's still a chance that they, they can salvage something out of this season.
0: Before we get out of here, I'm going to ask each of you the same question. I'm going to start with you, Brian, Dan, Dan, and Kirk. Sam Ellinger, will he always be this guy? He's a gunslinger. He takes chances. Will he ever become a game manager who can make plays at critical times and not turn the ball over at, at the most uh, important moments?
2: As of right now, you have to say no. I mean, you just you just you just have to say no. That's four games now on his ledger that were should have been wins that morphed into losses.
0: Danny,
3: he, he's one game into a sophomore season. He, mm-hmm. he can he still has a chance to turn into something. But you know, I don't know if they. He's supposed to be a game manager. I don't think that's the reason he's out there to be a game manager. He's gonna make mistakes. Texas needs to make sure that they don't come at inopportune times. And you know, he tried to make a play at the very end. It just was the wrong one, and Texas is gonna have to live with that.
1: He just doesn't look dynamic yet, you know. And we're not sure if he ever will. You know, he—I don't think he totally trusts his arm or his instincts yet, because I think too often he throws the ball late. Uh, like when Gerard Heard was w- running open. I don't know if he sees the field as well as he will if he keeps playing. But, you know, it has to cross Herman's mind that, you know, maybe I need to look at Shane but, uh But at this point, he's not dynamic at this point in his career.
0: I don't make a change now because I, I think Sam needs to play. I think he gives him a better chance because he's – because he can move around back there, and he can make made a couple of good runs. They kept kept the game alive. That fourth down play doesn't happen without his legs to uh, to Duvernay. So I still think that they need to keep him there. Musical quarterbacks never work.
2: That never work. I, I'm glad. I'm really glad you said that. Said because I think the fans aren't going to want to hear this. But I would start Ellinger against Tulsa. You would. Yes, because if you sit him now, you mm-hmm. might you might mess up his confidence. Yes. Yeah, more it's damage 18. than anything else. I would too. I'd I, would start, I would start. I would start him against Tulsa. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, well, that does it for our first episode of Longhorns Unfiltered. We'll be back and more, doing more post games, more hot takes. Check out all our stuff on Hookem It's good stuff. For Brian Davis, Danny Davis, the Doug Kirk I'm said. Golden later.